an experienced voice actor can disguise your call to action as a real invitation rather than sounding as though it's a sales pitch. You're listening to Talking Creative, the podcast that helps voice directors, creatives, and production companies to make the most of their voice actors so they can create amazing content that everyone wants to hear. I'm Samantha Boffin, voice actor and director, and I know that directing voices can feel daunting and complicated. Where do I start? Should I just wing it? What if I say the wrong thing? I want to help you make sense of all that. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Ready to start talking creative? Then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. I'm Samantha Boffin. I'm a voice actor and director. Now, last week, it was all about the music and how that, along with the voiceover, can make the audience feel. And this week, we're going to be sticking with the emotional effect of audio, but this time, thinking about how voiceovers can sum up a brand and connect people to it. So we often talk about the tone of voice in relation to brands and businesses. And some of the big brands have often nailed this unique tone of voice really well. So if you think about companies like Apple or Lego or Coca-Cola, they are immediately, you can call them to mind, and you can think of their logo and the sort of attitude they've got. And you can, you can spot an Apple advert a mile off. The minute it starts, you know it's about Apple. And and often the smaller brands have done it as well. I mean, you might be able to think of local places like your local deli or your favourite cafe or your go-to podcast. All of those things may, for you, have very successfully nailed their brand and have connected you to it really powerfully. Now, most people understand what a brand voice is, and we talk about it when you are creating brands. You talk about it actually in terms of logos or particular colours, and often in terms of the words that they use, the catchphrases they have, or the language, or even the way scripts are written, or how you edit something together. It's often about what they look like. So Coke's famous logo or its Christmas ads, the shape of its bottle, how it tastes. It's not really, I suppose, how it looks, but how it tastes. They they riff a lot about the taste of Coke. But amazingly, we're talking about tone of voice and brand voice. But the actual voice or voiceover of a brand is often left out of that. When we're talking about tone of voice, we don't actually say, oh, and of course, the voiceover sounds like this. But it is a really important part of your brand. So I thought today we could talk about the literal brand voice of a business or a company and why it is useful as a director for you to think really carefully about it. So the brand elements that make your business or service or your product, or whatever it is, they make it stand out. So people will notice it and use it and buy it and love it or realise that they don't love it. And that is good too, because you don't want to attract people who frankly aren't going to love your brand. 
And the voice or the voices that you use and choose to use are absolutely integral to everything else as well. And they all work together to make a whole. And like a logo or a music sting, a distinctive voiceover can make your business stand out and be instantly recognisable. Actually, to be honest, it doesn't even need to be a distinctive voiceover necessarily. But what it does need to do is it needs to resonate with your audience. It needs to connect with them and it needs to consistently do that so that the minute your audience hears your voice, the voice that you've chosen to be that brand or the voices that you've chosen to be the brand, that it is instantly recognizable. So the distinctive voices that I immediately thought of when I was thinking about this are voiceovers like Marcus Bentley, who has narrated every single Big Brother episode in the UK. And he's probably one of the most recognizable voiceovers in this country. And he is the voice of Big Brother. So much so that some years ago when I was working on CBeebies, we booked him for a Bill and Ben trail. We did a Bill and Ben in the garden, which was an adult-facing trail. It was for the parents of the kids. And it went down really well because it was a really instantly recognisable pastiche. And there are voiceovers like Peter Dixon, who is the voice of X Factor in the UK, and also the IKEA voice that's really recognisable. Uh, that's a guy, a Swedish actor called Richard Wolf, who does those. And the minute you hear his voice, you know it's an IKEA ad. And he just sums up the quirkiness and the mad world of IKEA so beautifully. Now, I have to confess that at this stage, when I was thinking about brand voices that to me summed up a brand, I actually was struggling to think of any women, which is outrageous, really. <laughs> then I, I, I mean, I can recall that Dervla Kerwin very famously did the M&S advert some years ago. And they are so famous and they seem to sum up that brand so well that I think that if anybody was asked even now, what do the M&S adverts sound like? We would all kind of snap straight back into an impression of Dervla doing those incredible ads. But it doesn't have to be, of course, it doesn't have to be a famous voice, and it certainly doesn't have to be a single voice either that sums up your brand. Because if you think about things like L'Oreal's You're Worth It, all of those adverts that are still happening now, they're done by a multitude of different women. So they've tapped into that sort of supportive, inspirational, female-centred brand voice. And they've used celebrities, but similarly Dove, who also do a similar thing that inspirational female approach. They've used ordinary people's voices. So that's, that's tapping into the tone that goes right across the brand and the attitude that they want to create. But we're talking about advertising here, and you can talk about anything in terms of a brand voice. It isn't just about ads that you make. It can be about TV channels or podcasts. It can be to do with your telephone messages, because finding the right voice that sums up your business or your company, it needs commitment and a well-thought-through strategy and a real feel for the personality that you want to get across. And as with music, the sound of a voice can create a really strong emotional trigger. And 
it can feel like the company or even the product is actually talking to you, the audience. The right brand voice or voices, they can pull together a company's e-learning modules or they can create the audio stings for a radio station. He or she can talk to customers on the phone, they can tell your company's story on video and they can help your customer to navigate the supermarket aisles or even find their way around your website. And once you find the right voice, the personality of your company or your business or your product or your service instantly becomes clearer. Now, all this is absolutely brilliant for your sales, for building relationships and for making you more memorable for the right reasons. And if your goal is to get your customers to make a purchase, then the right voiceover artist is an absolute gift because an experienced voice actor can disguise your call to action as a real invitation rather than sounding as though it's a sales pitch. They can tell a personal story, for instance, that resonates with the listener. And stories can be very persuasive. If you go back to Ikea, there's a whole story bound up in their three little words. Their tagline, certainly in the UK anyway, is the wonderful every day. There's a whole story there. There's a whole world just in those three words. Now, more than anything, the right voiceover can add a layer of trust that the words alone, if you were just to see them written down, can't capture. So, okay, we're on board with the idea of a brand voice. That's a good idea on the whole. Not not for everything, but for some things. But if you want to create that sort of effect, what do you, as a director, actually need to think about? So, the things to bear in mind when searching for a brand voice, and I doubt this is going to be an exhaustive list, but the first thing, of course, as always, is who is your audience? And you need to look at things like the age of your audience, the background of your audience, the likes and dislikes. I'm saying audience, but it, it is your client or your customer as well. And you need to concentrate perhaps, as I think I've said this before in other podcast episodes, try and focus in on your perfect client or customer or audience. Because if you go too wide, you're not going to appeal to anyone in the end. The other thing to think about is, are you a local company? Because if you're a local company, using the right accent or the right dialect because you're talking to local people is really key. What kind of voice is going to appeal to the people you want to appeal to? So, okay, they have to sound right. They have to have the right energy and the right attitude. They need to be either very professional or very cheeky or whatever it is that your audience is going to get off on. Now, what I would say here is don't make the mistake of copying somebody else's brand because you think that's quite cool. Because it, then it isn't your brand. You need to find your own personal attitude and energy, how you want to come across to your customers and what you mean to them. And if you're a big company, don't worry too much about being talent-based. So don't think, oh gosh, well, I need Zoe Wanamaker to, to do my brand. Because to be honest, unless you're a very big brand and you've got a lot of ad spend, 
there, there aren't that many advantages. Because if you want Kylie to be the voice of the Australian Tourist Board, that's great. You might get her for a single ad. But it's pretty unlikely that somebody really big is going to have enough time to commit across the board to building your brand. So what are you looking for? Well, it's a really good idea to look for a full-time voice artist because they can really dedicate themselves to you and what you need to do. They'll often have their own studio if they're full-time, which is incredibly useful because it means that they are reactive and they can turn stuff around really quickly whenever you need it. And if you want them to be suitable for a lot of different things, some ads, your internal and external comms, or a podcast maybe, a phone system, then they need to be pretty adaptable. And experience is quite useful in that instance, because they'll be able to gauge what you want pretty quickly, which will save you time and it will save you money. They need to be easy to work with. <laughs> easy to work with people that you can build a relationship with are gold, really, because they become another part of your team, which is fantastic for you. And it means that they will go the extra mile if you need something done at the last minute. And they will really work hard to make everything that they give you. If they're part of your team, they will want to really give you 110%. Great attention to detail and being reliable. Again, most voiceovers are, to be honest, but it's really good if you can get that sort of commitment from somebody. Because, of course, it's as much about the sound and the energy and the attitude that they bring to the voiceover part of it as it is about the attitude and the commitment they show to the business side of it. Because you've got to work with them habitually. So the more reliable and committed and easy to work where they are, the better for everybody because you're building a relationship with them. And once you've found them, they will begin to know and understand your brand if you explain it to them clearly and bring them on board. And of course, the other bonus is you might well be able to negotiate your costs with them because they will be having regular work from you, which will make a huge difference to them and hopefully you as well. So the voiceover part might seem like a very small fraction of all the other elements of your brand, but it is a really crucial role because the voice actor who you choose to deliver the message is the literal brand voice of your company or your product or your service. So you do need to choose them carefully. So that's it. That was a look at how to give your brand the right voice. Now, you might have decided after listening to all that, that it absolutely makes sense to think about creating a brand feel through voiceover for you or your clients or your customers that you make products for. Something that allows you or them to sound the same shape everywhere. Something that works alongside a logo and visuals and music. And of course, you might have decided, uh-uh, a brand voice or that approach is definitely not for me. And you know, that's fine too. There are absolutely no hard and fast rules with creative stuff. That is the beauty of it. So if you want to carry on the conversation, do connect or follow me on LinkedIn. My brand is only me, so I'm very easy to find. Just search for Samantha Boffin. 
So until Monday, when I'll be giving you another hot tip to think about for next week, this was Talking Creative, and I'm Samantha Boffin. Happy branding. Bye. That's it for this week on Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you're new here, do take a moment to subscribe, rate and review on your favourite podcast app or head over to talkingcreative.co.uk where you'll find the whole series so you can get the most from every single booking.